This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, All the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian nor myself can ride roller coasters anymore <laughs> because we're too old. I'm, sworn, I'm swearing off the roller coasters. That is what we've just found <laughs> that we ha- also have in common. Make my guts look easy. <laughs> I could barely make it through Disney World last year. It was traumatizing. I, I just think that my brain's not connected to my head anymore or something. Oh Something's God. off. But it's, um, my yeah. Ne- yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. You know what? You, you work with your strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Roller coasters are a no. weakness. <laughs> I like my feet on the ground. That's why I'm not a big fan of like swimming or even the bike after a while. Like just get my sneakers on on the floor. That's it. <laughs> you know, we have such a good episode today. Good stuff. Tom. Tom- King. Tom King. What a great name. What a powerful Icon Foods. Guy Gone Keto. Yes. Uh oh, Conti. Serial entrepreneur. He's pretty awesome. And um, I know even though he wrote a book called Guy Gone Keto, he's actually pretty awesome. And I don't hold that against him. (laughs) He does a really good job explaining, you know, what that is and, you know, really how it works and, and that it's not for everyone. And even, I mean, he even says it himself that he was like a diehard and then, you know, went off and he looked at a potato chip or whatnot and he like gained weight with carbs. And, and I think that there's something for everyone. And, and that's important, even from someone like him, who's, you know, a founder of, you know, different companies. He had Staviva, um, he works with sweeteners and, you know, kind of works with different it's really fascinating really cool foods and and like anything like this right you have to you always have to consider the source for better or worse right so you consider the source of the information and when you're talking to someone like the normal person that we always hear and christina always says if i have to hear about one more person going keto i'm gonna lose my mind my boyfriend joey (laughs) told me to go to keto right so not necessarily the source that you wanted to latch on to but but Tom is, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason for it. There's it, it, it has its place, right? And just like you don't want to listen to the annoying vegan, you know, <laughs> for their information, you know, it's like it, it it's like there's 
you you want to to get that information. You've from been a- in the supermarket for four hours. <laughs> I think we're done reading. Just buy the ingredient that has, or just buy the food with the zero ingredient list. Right. So you know, it's a it was a great conversation and a, a guy that is uh, you know um, fully invested into into the um, you know the 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 products and and giving and providing and listen, ladies and gentlemen, he's got an alcohol line uh, that you know <laughs> a line of mixers that are going to go well with your alcohol uh, that will be uh, with keto like, zero, um, or, like low sugar, almost no carbs, yeah, less than just one. low carb, low sugar, keto friendly, and uh, condiments. Wait till we talk about condiments. Oh, yeah. Sounds like we're talking about something dirty, but we're really talking about <laughs> condiments. Yeah. Think about the sugars that are in your your ketchups and your barbecue sauce. It everything. is summer. It's everything. Salad dressings, mustards, yeah. like you name it. If it goes on top of like a regularly, you know, for, if really if it goes on top of a, a regular food for taste, mm-hmm. um, it, chances are it's, it's you know, very high in sugar. And um, oils. Yeah. And- and just about everything and, else. So you know, look at what you're eating, and uh, this is a great, very educational. And Tom's so fun. Portland, Oregon. That's it. All right. So listen up. Here you go. Tom King, Guy Gone Keto, episode one seventy two of the Two Fit Crazies on a Microphone podcast. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing? Always good. Better than yesterday, worse than tomorrow. Best day ever. That's right. Oh my gosh. All right, so we are melting at the sultry New Jersey shore right now. But it is July, and that's okay. Oh, you know, I, things could be worse. I mean, we're in, we're still in a global <laughs> pandemic, so we're uh, we're hanging in there, and we're excited. We have a really fun, awesome guest, and we're excited for all of you guys to meet him and hear all about what he is up to. Um, self-proclaimed, this is my favorite, Tom. That you said um, that you are a serial entrepreneur tom king how are you i'm i'm doing terrific um and christine and brian thank you so much for having me on your show um i've listened to some of your past episodes and you guys are hilarious <laughs> you have great pipes Uh-oh. I mean, so, so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this so uh <laughs> yeah no so welcome aboard um Tell us what's going on. What's what's going on in your world, Portland, where, Oregon? Where are you? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm in Portland, Oregon, and while you guys are dealing with sweltering heat, um, we have had continual clouds. Like there hasn't been any summer whatsoever, and it's already like pushing mid July, and I'm like, where the hell is summer? Like it's been raining, it's been cloudy. So yeah, I I'm not sure like what's going on with global warming. All those people that 
breaking or, or breaking a promise. So how does all this weather affect your mood, Tom? And haven't had to haven't had to use any sunscreen yet. So <laughs> it's all good. Good. See, it's the positives. Who who needs the sun? It just causes sun cancer. So we're fine. You know, sun cancer. That's we've, right. We've got to we've got to see the uh, bright side of things. Yeah. Put out the, the sun. sun. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It is glass half full. All right, hundred percent. Yes. So, talk to us right now about yeah. what the heck you are involved in. So, Icon uh, Foods. But then there's right. a whole bunch of other things you got your hands in the pot. And all right, yeah. what is it? And how did you stumble or create this or invent this or found it? Yeah, this has been an amazing journey. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the CEO and, and chief food scientist at, at Icon Foods. And I started, I mean, I, I started out starting a consumer brand in 1999 called Saviva Brands. And we sold a variety of different types of sweeteners, a lot of them, you know, stevia-based sweeteners, and we got those into retail stores. And then I sort of parlayed that consumer brand uh, equity into starting Icon Foods. And so Icon Foods is a food ingredient company that supplies sweeteners to sports nutrition companies and a lot of different CPGs that you know, that are in that keto, low-carb, reduced sugar, healthier lifestyle space. Um, and that's, you know, and that's what I do. And at that company, I'm the CEO, so it means I do, um, I heard cats. And, <laughs> and being the chief, uh, chief food scientist there, I do formulations and reformulations. So, and that's where I have the most amount of fun. Um, and other side hustles. I wrote a book a few years ago called Guy Gone Keto. Um, it was uh, it was number one on Amazon for a hot minute, and then I was able to launch a consumer brand uh, off of that called Guy Gone Keto, which is uh, we have condiments and a bra- that are keto friendly, um, sugar free. So we've uh, and we're continuing to expand on that product line, and so that's what I do during my waking hours. How? Does one get into this industry? I mean, these are the questions that, you know, it's not like you wake up and are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get into this uh, sweetener line and I'm going to go to school for that. How, I mean, how did that evolve? That's a, that's a really good question. And so I was living in Phoenix, Arizona, and I had a job in radio, selling radio ads. And I just happened to run into this gentleman, and his name was Jim May. And he's like the OG godfather of uh, of stevia, and he he had just come back from Paraguay, and I ran into him randomly, and he he said, "Hey, you want to try this?" And he opens up this jar of kind of green paste, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll try it." And I tried it, and I was like, "Holy crap, that is that's super sweet!" <laughs> like I would say it was about twenty times twenty five times sweeter than sugar. It was super bitter and had an herbal taste to it. But in that moment, like something just went off in my mind. Like I was like, whoa, I mean, but what if you could like somehow extract those sweet constituents out of that, out of that leafy paste and have something that was a natural competitor to NutraSweet? Because NutraSweet at the time, which is aspartame, right. was the primary sweetener that they were using in Coke and it was related to Parkinson's and, you know, like 
it's not heat stable. And so there's all these weird things. And it's like, you know, that stuff needs to go away. It needs to be replaced by stevia. So um, I've, after four years of working with different, you know, uh, with different chemists, you know, and, and food processors, I found a way that, you know, we could use, you know, a water extraction process to, uh, to unlock the, the sweet, you know, sweet stuff in the leaves. And that's where it started. And after that, it's like, well, we could mix this with this sweetener and then we have something that's functional. And it's just been literally like an entrepreneurial playground for me. <laughs> what are those moments like? What's that moment like where you, you know, you extract and you add it to the, you know, you have the, whatever you said, the water and everything like that. And then it just kind of comes about. What is that like? Um, well, the process took years. So in some ways it was really agonizing because the FDA wouldn't allow it into the country. And so, I mean, there was a lot of challenges, but when I look back at that, it's like, well, I look back at the successes versus the challenges and quite honestly, I think the challenges are the things that helped me the most, um, you know, because that's where I, I really learned the most um, about myself and, you know, what it takes to be a success and, you know, what kind of sacrifices need to be made. So those, those screw ups and mistakes that I made, I'm super grateful for. Um, when something does come to fruition, because I remember like we, I had a particular formula and had a, a company um, called Quest Nutrition that was using uh, one of our sweeteners in their bars. And I remember, you know, they ordered, you know, like maybe 50 kg of, of our sweetener. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And the next thing they ordered a pallet. And I'm like, wow. And then the next thing I knew, they ordered, you know, an entire truckload. And then I was like, oh, crap, this is going to like, this is really going to take off. And then, you know, we were shipping four or five truckloads per week um, to Quest and they were just blowing up. So that was pretty amazing. Like when you, you know, when you're experiencing cash flow and everybody, it, and for everybody, it's more of a cause than it is a business. And they're just like, let's kick ass here. I mean, that's, I, I just don't think that there's any more fulfilling or beautiful experience. I love this. So, well, you know why? Because, you know, Brian and I sit here and we're, you know, we started a podcast to, you know, as a, you know, to help people and whatnot. And then, you know, it's more, you know, instead of a, you know, we didn't start as a, like a business. It starts as like a cause, like what can we do? And we enjoy this. And, you know, when it turns into something bigger, it's like, well, that was cool. That's, right. That's fortuitous. All right. Where you're like running down okay. the street. Someone's like, I'm listening to you right yeah. now. And we're like, oh. no. Um, but that's just, it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, now, obviously, you knew a little something about, I don't know, chemistry, science yeah. before this. Because I feel like you left that out a little. Like, like how does the ad, re- because, the salesman go to the, the right. you know, the food scientist? Because had, had Christine been walking down the, the street and met Jim May, I wouldn't have been like, oh, wow, yeah, we can extract this from this. I would have been like, wow, that's really sweet. I should put it in my coffee. So where did that idea come from? You know what? That's honestly hard to say. I mean, because I the, the only real biology class that I had, I mean, biology was like one of the things that, you know, biology and chemistry were like two things that I was like very, very interested in. But I only had like biology class in high school and, um, and chemistry in high school. So I didn't really have 
any formal training in nutrition, um, you know, in nutrition or, or chemistry or even biology for that matter. So, I mean, I was a marketing person and, you know, my college background is, you know, in marketing, real estate and economics. So, um, you know, and I went back, um, you know, for intellectual property law, but it's, it, so there was nothing, you know, there was, there was no schooling that I got that actually taught me how to, to do those things. So all I did was follow people that were, uh, you know, that were food scientists and it's like, that's what I want to be. And I read everything. I followed them. You know, I took a lot of classes on a variety of different compounds and started, you know, you know, started making a variety of different food products and, yeah, and it just, it's 100% self-taught. So, which which I think is what the things that, that stick with you the most, because when I look back on, you know, me taking a, a trig class or, you know, poli-sci class, and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't really use that. <laughs> and the, the stuff that I really use is the stuff after I got out of school and just immersed myself in what, in what really, you know, got me excited. The- Exactly what you just said is as a parent, when you sit back and you're like, you know, you're, I'm trying to be like, yeah, college, everyone's <laughs> got to go to co-, even as a you know former teacher and whatnot. I'm like, college, college, college. And then, you know, I, I sit back and even from my own experience, from hearing from you, you know, Brian and, and our guests from around the world, it's, you know, there is something to be said for that foundational education. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and then there's the, you know, you just happen to be really interested in this and meet the right person or I need, right or I need to learn something. I need yeah. to learn this really quickly. What do I do? You know, Oh, YouTube. All right, go, you know, right. but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, 40% of Google's employees are, are not college. Don't have college educations. And a wow. lot of, a lot of it's because they, they pluck them young. They're like, you're good at coding. Like, let's go. You're 12. We don't care. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, a lot of them are, they're just, you know, young kids that, that have a particular set of skills that, that they, um, you know, that they didn't learn in a textbook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they learned it by doing it boots on the ground and, and, uh, you know, and just like following people, like you said, that can mentor you and, and, and you learn these things as you go and then it becomes, you know, the day to day. And now here you are. Yeah, and I just in being relentless about it. So it's like I think that that helps too. Like I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh yeah, and like he had this one thing that is stuck with me forever, and it's like you know jab jab right hook, yeah. and it really just means give, contribute, then ask. And so, well, people that I would you know follow or stalk that <laughs> had like really you know, impressive, you know, food technology skills and science skills, I, yeah, I would stop them and I would just be like, Hey, you know, can I do this for you? And, you know, can I contribute and out of it, you know, can I ask you one question? And it's, that has worked so well for me. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, have had, you know, people reach out to me and people interact with me that I'm just like, who is this person even interacting with me? They're, you know, it's so amazing, like, you know, Peter Atia and Dom D'Agostino and some of these people and, you know, in the keto and, and just the health and wellness space. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that gets me going. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's get the, the skinny on the products here. Um, 
Why? Well, let's tell the audience why are they beneficial? Why should we be using them? Why is it that they're uh, you know a positive or uh, you know a good substitute for sugars? And why does it work well with the keto diet? Things like that. Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So so my side hustle. So the main so my main job is like is working at Icon Foods, and that's where we have sweeteners and sweetening systems you know, that I used to formulate a bunch of different products. But the book that I wrote, Guy Gone Keto, um, you know, I was able to launch a, a consumer brand from that. And, um, you know, what I found is when I really started doing keto and trying to eliminate sugar out of my life, there were a lot of things I couldn't have, like barbecue sauce. Like a lot of people don't realize that barbecue sauce has more, uh, has more sugar than ice cream. I love barbecue um, sauce. It's everywhere. Not barbecue sauce, right? the sugar. Ketchup. It's yeah. like when you look at ketchup, mm. like ketchup, it's like putting a Snickers bar on your hamburger. Mm. So when you start when you start looking at all of the different condiments, and it's like those are the things that I miss, you know, from my you know from my diet because like I like steak and well, I like steak with steak sauce on it, and every steak sauce had certain amounts of sugar in it. So. I actually just went into the lab and systematically created every single condiment that that I would need. And I mean, along with chocolate chips and white chocolate chips and all these things that I felt like I was missing, you know, I just formulated selfishly. And yeah, and then it just it was mostly group consensus. People are like, oh my God, this is the best ketchup I've ever had. I like this better than regular ketchup. You should bottle it up. <laughs> I mean, I hear those things from people all the time, and I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I bottle them up? <laughs> so we did. We bottled them up and, like, sold out our first round, and it's just the condiments have been going, you know, have been going just gangbusters. And so I think what differentiates our condiments is we use all, you know, fresh, uh, fresh ingredients. And, I mean, we use MCT oil, you know, in there, so it's, it falls into those, you know, there's enough fat that it falls into, you know, keto-friendly macros. And we don't use any sugar. There's no sugar, no carbs. Like most of the sauces have less than one carb per, uh, per serving. So if you are trying to eliminate sugar out of your life um, and you love ketchup and you love teriyaki sauce, <laughs> I would invite you to check out our products. And if you don't like them, you can send them back to me and I'll give you your money back. I'm even thinking diabetics. Like I'm, that's, I mean, you know, there's a lot yeah. of, you know, don't even get us started with the whole sugar and the oils and the, you know, everything yeah. that, you know, we're poisoning ourselves as a society. Right. Um, yep. And it's, you know, some of these things people just don't know. They don't, then they're not educated. And mm -hmm. we assume that everyone, you know, you know that you shouldn't be, you know, having this amount of milligrams of sodium or this amount of sugar right. and that, Hey, fruit has sugar, everybody. So you don't want to have fruit and then have like a sugary dessert and you think they're canceling each other out. Right. That's not how it works. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, that I think is super important. So as you, so now you got all these condiments going, like how, so now what else is going on besides that? Uh, well, I, for some reason in the past few months, I've been getting a lot of projects, but I just, you know, I started to think about other things that I might want to, you know, to explore. And one of them is cocktails. So I think the thing that I find interesting is that I wouldn't say that people that practice keto are drunks, 
but I would say that people that practice keto that I've experienced do like their alcohol, and um, and which is just fine. I mean, alcohol is just like pure sugar. I mean, it'll kick you out of out of keto pretty quickly because you know it's it's ethanol and ethanol is metabolized by the liver, and the liver won't be able to metabolize the ethanol and fat at the same time. So you know, you got to pick and choose. So it could knock you out of keto. But I'd say the biggest thing with alcohol, with uh, cocktails are they're so loaded with sugar. Like when you look at a margarita, you know, a margarita is just, you know, has probably 20 grams of sugar at least. Very um, sweet. So I was reformulating, I was reformulating a guy's margarita mix. And I'm like, hey, I need to do these on my own. So I'm in the process of developing a pina colada, like a keto pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> keto margarita, keto cosmopolitan. I tell you what, and- <laughs> that's going to be no, a hit. Did you need a, a tester <laughs> for the cosmos? You know, what? Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Because I'm like I, very I much New York, I, and um, that's yeah. my that's my drink, that's my jam. Yeah. So I, if there's any people in your audience and yourself too that are like, hey, do you need testers? <laughs> yes, I need testers. So I usually get into the lab, knock out four or five gallons of product. And then if there's somebody like, hey, you know what, uh, Cosmopolitans are my jam. Can you send me some? I'll give you my opinion. It's like, hell yeah. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I've had people, and I appreciate honesty the most because, you know, the people that, you know, they're like, oh, this is delicious. It's the best thing I've ever had in my life. And they're like, that tastes like shit. <laughs> there's that, right? That doesn't help me. I like people, like, right from the beginning to be like, yeah, no, this is not, this is awful. And then it gives me something to work with. So if people are just brutally honest and, you know, say you could do better than this, I will do better. So, um, yeah, and the, the two that I'm, pre- there's there's three that I'm super excited about because I don't think they've ever, they've ever been done. So I want to do a no added sugar uh, Manhattan and a no added sugar Old fashioned and then no added sugar Sazerac that that people just add a little bit of bourbon or rye to it and they've got a keto friendly cocktail or all a cocktail that is low in sugar. And all of a sudden we're back in the 1920s. <laughs> That's right, very just like classy. This. Now you got a class to join up. Easy. That's right. <laughs> So and and that's and that's to be clear. That's how you're doing it. You you provide the mix and and whatever you know they they provide the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked on several formulations for companies that are going to be releasing ready to drink uh, cocktails in the next like three or four months. So it's that's a huge category right now. It's it's so funny how you said that, that, you know, keto people that are on keto are are drunks or they might you don't want to say that. It's just people in general. People like to drink. We don't need to generalize. And there's just the keto. There's the keto portion of humans. (laughs) You know, it's like. Well, what I I find is like when I first like really got serious about keto, I'm like, oh, hey, this is a religion for some people. Mm -hmm. And it's like alcohol. No, I'd never touch alcohol. Yeah. And. What's so, a hang up? Got, yeah. So it is. It becomes, it's almost an obsession. And so as I went to more events, right, and more trade shows around people that are keto, then it started coming out like, hey, you want to go get a drink? <laughs> yeah. You mean like alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, like alcohol. Let's go get a glass of whiskey. And I'm like, okay. With sugar in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that throw your numbers so, off? No. 
yeah. I mean, it's, it's alcohol is one of those things. It's like all things in moderation, and even you know, from my perspective, even on keto, um, you know, all things, all things in perspective, because it's like I think that you know, speaking personally, I did four years of straight keto, thinking, yeah, this is the best way to live, and this is how I'm going to live the rest of my life. But what I found is I hit this wall of metabolic inflexibility where if I actually looked at a carb, I'd put on five pounds and all of a sudden have brain fog. Like it's, I, I couldn't have any carbs. So now it's like, I find myself cycling on and off the keto diet and it's, I've got back my, my metabolic flexibility, which is, which is nice. Thank you for saying that. Um, and I have to say this and I, this is my, I'm a big hang up. I'm going to say it that mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves and, you know, again, the reason we started this podcast is to bring people information that, you yeah. know, they may not know. And, you know, people come to us, hey, I'm going to lose – Christine, I need to lose 5 or 10 pounds. My boyfriend Joey told me to do keto. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus. All right. Bye. This is not the – you know, I don't think – you don't know what ketosis is. And then they try it and they're like, oh, my God, I lost – you know, 10 pounds. And then all of a sudden they look at a cookie and they gain 10 pounds or 12. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. because this is, there's something to it. And I, I really appreciate you saying that because there, this is more than just, I'm reducing calories or I'm upping my exercise that Mm -hmm. there is something more to it. Um, and I, I do like, you know, I know a lot of people that cycle Brian and I cycle keto, obviously, but (laughs) Brian and I, you know, as endurance athletes, you know, we see people that try and throw their body into ketosis for racing, but, or medical issues, but the kind of five pounds here, there, you're like the the ones that read the magazine cover at the checkout line, you know, and they, uh, they say, I'm going to do that. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not, it is right. Like there's a way to do it. And if you're not going to do it that way, it's probably not going to work out very well. I I couldn't agree with you more. And I mean, and I appreciate you guys saying that because the thing is that you diets don't work because right. diets are temporary. And so it's really all about a lifestyle change. And so if somebody, you know, if there's somebody who's carrying extra weight and they think that their answer to losing that extra weight is keto, um, I would ask them to sort of expand their expand their wish list a little bit, you know, because yeah, you can lose weight and you can lose weight on keto. Definitely. You can also throw yourself into metabolic inflexibility on keto, which means, you know, you you, you risk the possibility of, of gaining even more weight when you, when you uh, decide to introduce carbs again. And I think that, you know, I, I, I think that there's, I think that you have to just do a lifestyle shift where it's a healthy lifestyle of exercise, you know, quality sleep, um, you know, meditation, something to feed your head. And I think that it's, you know, it's balanced. And if somebody's like, hey, I need to lose five pounds, or my girlfriend or boyfriend said I look a little fat, I should try keto. Um, I would try breaking up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, don't lose, don't yeah. lose weight for another person. I'm sorry. We're done. <laughs> You're looking a little right? fat there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, are those jeans tighter on you? Yeah. I mean, any of that stuff. It's like, don't lose weight for, for somebody else. And if you're with somebody who says, hey, you look a little fat. Have you ever thought of doing keto? Yeah, you're right. It's like, get out of that because 
that's not that's not you're me. right you're it, never gonna have a sex life again with me have a great <laughs> life <laughs> <laughs> Tom, there's been a there's been a few you know phases or waves I guess using our uh, COVID terminology that oh. we have now uh, of of keto style diet eating or whether it was Atkins or it, when did you get into this was it um, you know in that previous kind of boom with Atkins uh, going back like late nineties early two thousands or was it um, move, moving forward into what we kind of know now as the modern keto age? It was it was both and so you know when I first started. Uh, started the company to be the brand, you know, with the line of sweeteners. Atkins was it, you know, at full speed. And so Atkins, which I don't really consider Atkins at this point to be keto because it's so high in protein. Right. Um, you know, and I'm not sure that, you know, it, it's just not something that's feasible. But I used to use Atkins. But I used to use Atkins as a way to lose weight. Like, it wasn't a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, it, it was, I put on... Five, 10 pounds and I'm like hey I'm looking a little fat and I would go I would use Atkins for a month and lose the weight and you know and then go back to my regular bad habits and then I would gain the weight back and so what happens is you get this yo-yo effect you know where you you know you start start gaining weight and you do you know you do some sort of a modality to, to lose that weight then you stop and then you start up your old lifestyle again but what happens is you get this diminishing return where you continually are gaining more and more and more weight. Um, and I think that if somebody in, in order to really lose weight and I wouldn't say that keto is a thing. There's so many health benefits to doing keto and there's so many health benefits to doing intermittent fasting. It's like, I just don't do it to lose weight, do it to create a healthy lifestyle and don't do it as a diet do it as a lifestyle because a diet is just going to, you know, you're going to end up getting a diminishing return and end up in the end being heavier, you know, and probably more disenchanted than you were from the beginning. All right. So let's get into this. Um, okay. So now, um, what are you doing with keto with, you know, either marketing or, you know, who's your target audience and how is it that you're, you know, kind of pushing all this forward right now? Um, well, I mean, I mean, demographically, which I find interesting, my, my primary, uh, target market is, is females 25 to, to 64. It's a pretty wide, it is mostly females, which is interesting because it's called keto and and even my publisher they're like are you sure you want to call it guy gun keto and at the time i didn't think yeah this is gonna be a big brand and it's gonna be everything it's like no it's just a book and it's a story about you know me finally pulling my head out of my butt and you know and and you know uh eating to live instead of living to eat so it's it was that that progress and you know but i with a female demographic and i think that a they take more time to you know to care for themselves and take care of their bodies and plus they're shopping for their in, in in some cases shopping for their family not all cases but some cases shopping for their family their kids uh, you know and their uh, significant others so um, as far as like just person like basic personal values of the people that that are buying my product. I think they just have an interest in fitness 
They have an interest in longevity, um, you know, and, and an interest in, in feeling good and having brain function and, you know, and maintaining a, you know, a healthy weight. I was just asking because I want to make sure that our listeners are all on board with, hey, you want to you want to be more fit? Do you want longevity? I mean, these are the key words that are out there right now. These are like the buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about functionality. Let's talk about feeling good. And I mean, that's what this is about. And some people don't realize there are other options. There are other, you know, there are other sweeteners. There are other choices that you could make aside from starvation or exercising until you pass out or or giving up mm-hmm. is our is our favorite. I think that's one of my favorites. I just yeah. you know what? It's I got a couple kids or my job or my and I'm like, "Okay, so your excuses are winning? Is that what you're telling us?" And you know, it's important to realize that there's so many different things that work for different people. I love carbs. I would die <laughs> if I did keto. But that's just me as an endurance athlete as that's what works for me and that's how I function. But but at the same rate, when you when you have, you know, and I was yeah. and I was going to bring this in when you have ketchup. Right. Do you want it to be that ketchup, you know, that's filled with sugars right. because there's carbs that we can eat that can that be beneficial carbs. to performance and things like that. And there's, you know, obviously there's different sides of the coin with all this stuff, but you know, do you want that ketchup or when you can have a you know a, you know a, something that I don't even want to call it a replacement or a substitute you know something else that tastes the same if not better and doesn't have all that in there. Personally, can I jump in for a second? So, mm-hmm. you know, with all this like COVID and everyone worried about finances and whatnot, if I'm going to take my kids to what is it, Roy Rogers Fixins Bar, <laughs> and we're only going to eat the fixins and the um, condiments for dinner, I would absolutely want it to be a little less <laughs> sugar and a little healthier. How about that? <laughs> nice. Like she just it. went East Coast on you with the fixins bar. The Roy I Rogers. Felt I felt it. Good job. Hey, kids. Roy Rogers fixins bar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my friend's mom used to say, hurry up before they take dinner away because she was eating at the happy hour. Like, get oh the wings are, the wing, they're going to take the wings away. Hurry up. Your dinner is going to leave. Put them in your pocketbook. <laughs> That's All right. I had, I'm sorry. I had to go there for a second. You know, I think the no, heat, I thought that was perfect. But, but, but getting back to what I said, so so think about it. You know, like you, when I work with people, right? The, the, I'm not going to put them go, go right towards you know a ketogenic diet or something. You know, on the other side, even plant based baby steps. You know, like you have to get somewhere. But what we do almost immediately is we we eliminate salt, oils, and and sugars, right? So we kind of work mm-hmm. on those things, and it's basically removing the package shit out of their diets. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know, so like we can work towards it, but okay, now what do I do? Well, here's an option. You know, here's something that you can use that, you know, that you might like just as much. And, and uh, you know, you might realize, you know, sugar especially, it's just that merry-go-round. People get on it and they take it and it's in their system and they don't, they want more until it's gone, right? It's, oh, it's yeah. got to leave, uh, you know, people get that, uh you know, two to three day detox of, of sugar. And then it always don't feel very well. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. like a detox, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is. So, you know, a way, a way that these products can be used, um, you know, and everything that you're doing can go towards just about anybody. I mean, there's no, there's no one that's off the market for this. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I wouldn't say that our, that our target market is keto. I mean, with the condiments, it's sort of keto, 
But, I, you know, I think everybody could benefit from eating a little less uh, sugar. And, Christine, when you say that you're a carb addict, I, I honestly, like, anti-carb. Like, I eat a lot of carbs. Probably 20% of everything I consume is carbs. Um, you know, but it's the type of carbs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like having cruciferous vegetables and, you know, right. cauliflower, broccoli, lettuces, and, and things like that. I mean... Those are those are essential, you know, because they are providing nutrients and and carbohydrates that you need to, you know, for brain function. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think going keto doesn't mean you know that you know, that carbs are the enemy. You're just not going to sit down and have you know a big plate of of Krispy Kreme donuts and then chase it down with a Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> that, <clears throat> Old Christine, <laughs> college. If Christine. I was talking, yeah, old like I was a college athlete. I was, you know, thick and lifted a lot, and that sounds fantastic. Um, I do have a. <laughs> with that said, as I'm, you know, thinking about that, although after eating that, I would feel awful for a long right. time. Oh, it always oh seems God. like a good idea at the time. Oh, maybe yeah, two yeah. in the morning. Um. You know what I wanted to ask, though, for our listeners especially, is that a lot of times when we talk about sweeteners, we talk about things that, yeah. you know, we're, you know, kind of substitutes. What is what have you found from the feedback of people being allergic? Like some people say they can't handle certain, um, you know, certain sweeteners. What what would you tell those people or what do you suggest? Wow, you know this is a this is an, a really excellent question, and I've been asked this on several on several podcasts about you know which sweeteners do what, and you know, and is there a sensitivity that some people have to particular sweeteners? And and yes, there is. What I can tell you is that with aspartame, um, you know, aspartame is uh, is a protein based sweetener. That's the, the sweetener that's found in NutraSweet feed. And if you're a person who suffers from phenylcalinuria, it could actually put you into a coma. Hmm. So that's so if your body is unable to, to metabolize uh, phenylalanine, that can be poisonous for you. And then it's not heat stable. So once you heat it to a particular temperature, um, it can turn into formaldehyde. So that's like one thing that I'd say most people have a pretty deep uh, allergy to is formaldehyde. Um, so the other one is sucralose and sucralose is uh that's what's found in splenda and that's a chlorinated sugar molecule and so for the longest time you know there's uh professors that i was talking to and they're like yeah you know that could disrupt your microbiome and i i you know and i thought meh i don't know about that i mean maybe it will maybe it doesn't i don't i don't know and when i had a customer ask me to formulate a, a product for them using sucralose i cracked open a box of, of sucralose and it was really like inhaling bleach so the mm-hmm. the the residual chlorine that was left behind was pretty pretty substantial so what happens is you've got some friendly flora that lives in your system you know gut bacteria and when you introduce something like chlorine to it uh it can kill some of that off and disrupt your microbiome which was responsible for you know, 75% of your immune system. So those are things to take into account. And also the big debate is, well, will those sweeteners knock you out of keto? And the answer for me is yes. So 
what happens is that your body, your when you consume it, because it's a chemical and because it's not available in nature, your body's like, oh, this is sweet. I don't recognize it. What should I do? So it gives you your first response, which is, okay, well, I'm going to release some insulin because this tastes sweet and it could be sugar. And so you do get an insulin response um, when you consume something that's got <clears throat> sucralose or aspartame in it. As far as like stevia goes, I haven't run into anybody who's had any allergies to stevia or monk fruit. Um, there's polyols, which are like erythritol um, and xylitol. And those have a pretty pretty high molecular weight. So they have a tendency to draw moisture into the lower intestines um, so, or into the bowel. So you can kind of figure out what could happen there. Um, <laughs> disaster. disaster right. So <clears throat> those, you know, alcohol sugars, if somebody's adapted to alcohol sugars, great, you're going to be fine. But if somebody who's never adapted to them or can't really adapt to them, they're going to have stomach upset. Um, the latest sweetener, the most novel sweetener, I think that I've been working with is called allulose. And allulose is a product of fermentation. So it's a saccharide like fructose, but your body doesn't, uh, your body doesn't metabolize it. So that is the one that I find most interesting because it functions like sugar. It tastes like sugar. Um, and it, it doesn't really have any aftertaste. So that, that, and I haven't heard of anybody having any allergies to it. All right. So that would be my knowledge of non-nutritive sweeteners. When, when you bring in foods like this and you create, you know, different um, foods and things, what, what's the approval process uh, like for it from, you know, creation to shelf? Like, I guess it's FDA approval or what do, what do you look at there? Um, no, it generally doesn't include the FDA because everything that we use is called, it has what's called a grass status, G-R-A-S. Yes. It's generally regarded by, as safe. So we don't have to work with the FDA, but I mean, we do work with, you know, people that are in compliance, meaning that they're compliance officers or compliance officers at a company that make sure that the nutritionals are accurate and that everything that we're using is, you know, is grass and that is reported on the ingredient statement correctly. So, And that, that goes that, into first, packaging and everything, mm -hmm. like everything, right? I mean, that's from everything. top to bottom. Yeah. So when somebody comes to us and says, hey, we have this frozen dessert that's got, you know, 26 26 grams of sugars per serving, you know, and we want to get it down to like three grams of sugar and under 200 calories and under, you know, and under two net carbs. So that's, so we'll get an assignment like that or a brief. And then at that point, we just start tearing it apart. Like they'll send us their basic formula and we start pulling things, you know, pulling things that are adding carbs and, uh, and sugars until, you know, until we have like what, you know, what is w within their range. And then we send it to them and they're like, yeah, we like this. You know, they do like what's called the organolytic study, which is just basically people tasting it and writing down mouthfeel, um, you know, texture mm -hmm. and flavor. And then once we have something that's been approved, we lock the formula and, um, and you usually send it off to their manufacturer or their co-manufacturer. 
I have, I have such a good question for you. <laughs> this is this is a self-proclaimed good question. Really good question. This is we're fascinated. I, I rarely get asked these. Okay, like, Tom, we're fascinated here. Well, this because is the good these stuff. are the things that go through my mind. So now you're recreating, you know, because sometimes I grew up in a household where you know my dad was, you know, he would always buy ice cream and. Every once in a while, my mom would be like, Bob, you, you know, there's too much sugar in here. And she'd buy like the no sugar ice cream. And my dad would be like, you know what's missing in this? Sugar. <laughs> you know, or like the low fat light, whatever. What um, have you, as you recreating these things, what has been the best like tasting or what came out the best? And I want to know what came out the worst. These are the things that go through okay. my mind. Um, what came out the best? I would have to say what came out the best is a cereal that I worked on. And we put a lot, probably a couple months worth of work. And I can't disclose the brand of the cereal because everything I do, I'm I'm tied to a non-disclosure agreement. Understood. You could give us a rhyme. Like like Mosted makes. uh, (laughs) Wrapped in runch. Let, it's yeah. not like that, but just let's just say that the the cereal is magical. Uh, so, okay. Delicious. <clears throat> like Beerios. Not quite that. All right, all right, all right. Maybe, close, but but anyways, I would say that that was like, I would say that that was like one of the greatest things, greatest successes. Because when I t- tasted the final product, I was like, holy crap, it, this was really solid. And then I don't want to like toot my own own horn here, but I would have the other ones that I'm just like we just absolutely nailed it. Is we we're releasing next month a spicy garlic ketchup, mm. and it, it took probably six runs in the lab. But then so I took a lab sample home and. It was like, holy shit, this is really, really good. Like, if it wasn't mine and I wasn't getting it for free, I would buy this. Like, it is really, really solid. So I had it on a hamburger, and I'm like, man, oh, man. Or, you know, like, hickama fries. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, it's super solid. But failures. <laughs> the long, long list of failures. You guys don't have enough time. <laughs> but what I can tell you is, like, I'm trying to think of the one failure that I had where I would say that was like dog shit. Like <laughs> it's just really have to go. And I would say that it was my first, it was my first shot at making like a stevia syrup. And I sent it off to, and I thought that it tasted pretty good. And I sent it off to uh, uh, Dr. Pepper Snapple. Mm-hmm. Um, they were looking at it to use it in a snapple. And by the time it got to them, the product had broken down into exact layers of exactly what the ingredients were. <laughs> so it looked cool. <laughs> you look at it and it's like, oh, yes, there's the vegetable glycerin. Oh, yes, there's the stevia. There's the inulin. There, it, it just made this like whole thing. And they, were, they sent it back and said, uh, yeah, don't do this. <laughs> don't send more of this this stuff. That was a big failure. Um, yeah, I'd say any of the bake mixes that I've done have been abysmal. Um, 
some of them we threaded the needle, but by and large, we'd end up with a cookie that's like, oh, is this a cookie or a biscuit? And it's like, mm. should we use a hammer for this cookie? <laughs> I mean, there's like, <laughs> there is way, way, way more mistakes than there are success. That's <laughs> fun, though. But that's how we learn, you right? know? It's, you can't. Well, now yeah. you know. All right, don't and, do that. And again. like you said, grateful for yeah. those. You know, you can't uh, you can't hit the home runs without uh, without a few whiffs. Yeah, you just learn from it. And like I would say, my first my first shot at chocolate was one of those things where it's like it was just it was like a chocolate flavored sand. And yeah, and and I'm grateful because now it's like okay, so now I know the process of getting these things to work better and. Um, Yes, I'm I'm grateful for them, and I'm not embarrassed about my failures. Like I, <laughs> I sort of thrive in them. It's like, yeah, nobody's made any made more mistakes than me. It's like a mad scientist aspect to it, you know. Mm-hmm. You just you, you know you can kind of you're like Doc Brown over there. You can <laughs> have some <laughs> some mishaps, and along the way, you you know you fall and you hit your head. You get the best idea. I would even settle for 50-50 of mistakes. And, like, I yeah. feel like I'd be sitting pretty even if that oh, was life, yeah. you know? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. So before we, you know, before we run out of time here today, we need to get some information from you for our listeners. Okay. And okay. I want to know website, social media tags. Okay. How can people get in touch with okay. you, get your products, get the condiments mm-hmm. since they're not at Roy Rogers? What do we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Gaigon Keto. So you can go to gaigonketo.com and all of the socials under Gaigon Keto, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, like any of those. If it's just Gaigon Keto, you'll find me. And if you, if you DM me, I can, you know, I, I generally answer all of those. And, you know, if you have questions about keto or you want to get on our list of people, you know, that, that try our, our products um yeah i just hit us up and and we'll we'll get you on there if you want to see some you know some of our like food ingredients and the other sciencey stuff that we're in then you just go to iconfoods.com all right but gaigon keto will give you sort of the a glimpse of the madness that goes on <laughs> i want to come visit oh, yeah. i want to come test first of all we're we still didn't get past the she's whole she's dming the you right thing. now tom yeah that's gonna happen <laughs> she needs so. a cosmo she's thirsty all right it's, i'm so dehydrated i'd probably portland, fall oregon. over we're in portland oregon so if you ever find yourselves out here i would be hurt and insulted if you didn't <laughs> i've never been to portland before but it's on my list oh, of like go. you know there's yeah. a lot of you know Absolutely. I'm not going while it's raining and cloudy, like you just told us, though. So yeah. work on that. And we'll There's going to be a small window. <laughs> There's a little <laughs> bit of <laughs> nice. like August. All right, we'll work on it. We'll get it going. Um, okay. Super excited. So for all your listeners out there, we'll get all this information on our social media platforms. And um, Tom, you were fantastic today. I'm, Good stuff. Yeah. Oh. Keep doing what you're doing and keep changing lives and, and keep it going because we're behind you. Wow. Well, thank you so much. That's really nice to hear and really nice uh, for you guys to say. And I appreciate you guys being so generous with your time and having me <laughs> blab on on your podcast. And, and I would say the same to you, too. Just keep doing what you're doing and spreading, you know, spreading good thoughts and, and love. That's it. That's it, Tom. So 
With that said, it's Christine Conti. I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Get her a Cosmo.